Howdy and welcome to the Tim Week Bible Study. This is week eight, day two of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Colossians 2, 6 through 8. Well, welcome back to the Tim Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? Fill us up with the knowledge of you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Colossians 2, starting in verse 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So we finished yesterday. Paul was talking about how he had heard of the Colossians' discipline in Jesus. And so here he's continuing on that thought. So he's saying, you know, now, just as you receive Jesus, continue your lives in him. Being rooted and built up, right? The the roots going down and the tree going up. Um, continue to be strengthened in the faith. And this goes back, again, to this discipline. Got to find ways. We talked about this probably beat the dead horse yesterday, but we've got to find ways that work for today. And whatever someone has told you is like, well, I get up at four in the morning or I read the Bible at night right before I fall to bed. And, you know, like life is dynamic and life changes. And, and I have experienced in my life where what was working just in a day sometimes can just not work anymore. Even if I like beat on that and bang on that door trying to get it to open, it won't open. I have to figure out how to pivot and move on. And again, I'm not perfect at this, but I want my the, the direction of my life, I want the direction of your life to be continually finding what is working right now as far as walking in a disciplined way to continue my life in Jesus. That's super important that we're always asking ourselves that. I mean, we don't have to ask it daily, but on a you know fairly regular basis, every three months, every six months, at least once a year, Lord, am I walking in a disciplined way with you? And if not, what can I do to change that and make that happen? And again, we don't need to feel guilt over what we haven't done in the past. The past is gone. What can I do today? What can I do today? And what can I continue doing from here on out? How can I pivot to walking in that disciplined manner with you so that I can continue with him and I won't be led away by the deception and all of the craziness that comes, which is what Paul's going to talk about here. Verse eight, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. What an interesting phrase. If you were with us through the study of Galatians here, the last, uh, one week eight now. So starting every week one to week six, we were going through Galatians and Paul uses this phrase. And to my knowledge, I can't think of another place where Paul uses that turn of phrase, but he uses it in Galatians and he uses it in Colossians. The subject matter that he's dealing with in both of these books is almost identical. He's just doing it in a couple of different ways. But he uses this phrase twice here in Colossians, twice in this chapter. Um, <clears throat> And so, essentially, Paul is telling us this discipline, and it's, it's I, I have been accused in the past by people where I'm encouraging them to live a disciplined life in Jesus, as Paul is encouraging us to hear. Like, I don't feel um, like I'm out of place encouraging people to do that. 
because it's the very thing that Paul's encouraging us to do it here. But I've had people accuse me in the past of, well, you're just being legalistic, right? Jesus has set us free from all that. We don't have to have, live disciplined because Jesus set us free from that. It's like, no, you're quoting, right? Paul's the one that talks about being free, we're free from sin. You know, Jesus has set us free for freedom's sake. But Paul is also the same. The guy that said that is also the same guy that's like live disciplined, right? And find that that discipline, find that groove with Jesus so you can continue walking. So you will not be deceived by the elemental spiritual forces of this world. The thing, again, that he says to the Galatians and the Colossians, discipline is not a legalistic thing. It's just not. It is part of our our life in God. Now it becomes a legalistic thing if we think by our discipline, because I'm so disciplined that I have ceased sinning and now I'm just better than everyone else. And I don't really need the blood of Jesus. I'm really just good enough by myself. Right. <clears throat> I don't know anyone who would ever say those words, but I have encountered, um, Actually, I've, I've encountered one person. I think I told that story during our study of Galatians. I have encountered one person that would actually say those words. Um, and, and there's a group of people like that. I'm sure, who knows, maybe they've died out. Maybe they're growing. I don't know. Uh, but most people might not say those words, but they might kind of live like that. And it's this idea. It was like, I don't need to live disciplined. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm good enough. Or my discipline is, is so good that, I'm good. Either way, uh, good apart from Jesus isn't—it's <laughs> not a good that works. Uh, you've mistaken good with something else if you can do anything apart from Jesus. And so, the discipline is not uh, a buying of our salvation. It's not a buying of righteousness. It's a response to the righteousness we've been given. Right? We're not trying to sway Jesus with our discipline, not at all. We're responding in the only conceivable way that makes sense to the grace that we've been given. When we understand the grace that we've been given, we're like, holy cow, okay, wait a second. This is big and this is important. What can I do to hold on to this? What can I do to grow in this? That's the only response that makes any sense when we consider what Jesus has done for us. That's what Paul's talking about that's the important thing. If you ever have people accuse you, it's like, oh, I don't want discipline. Jesus set me free from all that kind of stuff. I one time I was having a conversation. He's like, you're just trying to put me back on the treadmill that I got off of. And I was like, no, 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 this is not legalism. This is not whatever you think the treadmill, quote unquote, is. This is the response. This is the only appropriate response to, to the, the, the suffering that Jesus did, the, the blood that he shed to redeem me to God. And the fact that I'm going to live forever with him, nothing else makes sense except to find a way to live disciplined. That's a right response. It's not a legalistic response. So if you have people accuse you of that, point them here to Colossians chapter two and the words of Paul, the one who says it's for freedom we've been set free. That same guy also tells us to live disciplined in Christ and to continue in that discipline so that we will not be led away and deceived by these elemental spiritual forces. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.